0: Let's talk cholesterol nomenclature. Nomenclature means like how we name it and what do all the different words mean. So one of the most confusing things that I think people have when they're having online debates is they don't know what all the different words mean. Um, You'll have somebody saying, well, my LDL is this. Well, there's no lab value called LDL. There isn't. You could look at your labs. There's no LDL. There's not a lab called LDL. Or somebody says, well, what's an ApoB? What's ApoLipoprotein B? Or what is my ApoLipoprotein A1? Or what's my ratio of this to that or the other thing? So let's talk about these um, so that you know what you're talking about and we're all speaking the same language. Because if you really want to discuss this with me online or talk to somebody online, that knows what is cholesterol or is trying to have a conversation with you on cholesterol. Um, it's kind of important to know, uh, what the different words mean without, you know, sounding crazy. Like I wouldn't go up to a car mechanic and be like, you know, the doohickey's making noise, <laughs> right? He's going to be like, uh, what's a doohickey? You mean like, your brake pads in the front are squeaking a little, you know, you need to be all on the same page and you need to be talking or, you know, at least speaking the same language so that we can have an intelligent conversation. Way too many people on, especially Twitter. It seems like of all the social media platforms that I'm on, which is all of them, the, the funniest questions I get are from Twitter. Somebody will be like, you know, my doctor told me my HDLs are too small. Well, well, first of all, what do you, what do you mean? Like your HDL cholesterol is not enough? Or do you mean like your HDL particles are too small? Like, like what did you even measure? You know, well, what lab value are you talking about? So it gets kind of confusing if we're not all speaking the same language. So let's start with the basics. When you go to get a blood test that is a fasting lipid panel, right? Or even a non fasting lipid panel. Let's just say you're getting a lipid panel. They usually give you the following results. Number one, you will get a total cholesterol. All right. And we'll get into what these things are. Number two, they will probably give you a LDL cholesterol. Next, you'll probably get an HDL cholesterol. Next, you'll probably get something called triglycerides, right? Now, some labs may also give you something called a VLDL cholesterol, an IDL cholesterol, a non-HDL cholesterol, and various different ratios. The ratios can vary. Sometimes it's like total cholesterol to HDL HDL cholesterol ratio. Sometimes it's like, an LDL cholesterol to HDL ratio whatever it might be the ratios we just ignore generally speaking because they're nonsense and they are completely meaningless so let's start by from the beginning at the top when they take your blood and they spin it in a centrifuge you separate out the lipids the fats lipids cholesterol whatever from the non Lipids, the serum or plasma or red blood cells or whatever else might be, you know, albumin protein, whatever else is in your bloodstream. They get rid of, they pour off all the serum and plasma and all that. You end up with different layers of fats and cholesterol. So you end up with a total cholesterol layer. If you were, and this is how they do this, they they take all of the cholesterol that is in all of your lipoproteins. And if you don't know what lipoproteins are, go back to my lipoprotein podcast, and I highly recommend listening to that. But they take all of the cholesterol and all of the lipoproteins. That is your total cholesterol. So that is a measurement of all the cholesterol that is in every kind of lipoprotein, whether it's high density, low density, very low density, intermediate density, like whatever, whatever. Any and all cholesterol that is in any and all lipoproteins is your total cholesterol. Next, you usually get something called a HDL cholesterol. This is the cholesterol that is in your high-density lipoproteins. These are easy to separate out when you do a centrifuge. It's super easy to take out the HDL cholesterol. So that is the second number you usually get your uh, high-density lipoprotein cholesterol. This is the cholesterol that is contained in all of the high-density lipoproteins. So now we've got total cholesterol and HDLC or HDL cholesterol. Next, we usually have something called triglycerides. Now, the triglycerides are usually a measure of all triglycerides in the entire, uh, you know, 10 milligrams or 10 milliliters of your blood. So, it is triglycerides in all of your lipoproteins. Whatever lipoproteins ended up in that blood sample, it is the triglycerides that are in all of those lipoproteins. Now, occasionally, you will also get a VLDL cholesterol, and this is like your very low density lipoprotein uh, cholesterol. Some, some labs will report that. Most labs probably will report that, assuming that you actually have uh, very low-density uh, lipoproteins uh, in your bloodstream that was collected. It would report that cholesterol. Sometimes they even do IDL or intermediate density, and so on and so forth. The last one is LDL, right? LDL... Um, cholesterol or low-density lipoprotein cholesterol generally is not measured because it's not that easy to separate out the low-density lipoproteins. It's a much more complicated process, and it's harder uh, to do, or at least it requires more steps. It is getting cheaper, and you can order a direct LDL or like an LDL cholesterol if you want to, Um, but it's generally calculated. You take your total cholesterol, subtract out the high-density lipoprotein cholesterol. You take your triglycerides divided by 5, subtract that away as well, and that generally gives you your low-density lipoprotein cholesterol, or meaning the amount of cholesterol that is in your low-density lipoproteins. Like I said in my other podcast, lipoproteins are balls you know, that contain cholesterol and triglycerides. So that is usually what is reported on your labs. Now, that's when it comes to just cholesterol. You could also order particles. You can order lipoprotein particles, which is usually something called an NMR. If you order a LDLP instead of an LDL C or a HDLP instead of an HDLC, um, you will get the particles. If you just order NMR, just type in lipid NMR you will get a lipid NMR. And this will tell you in nanomoles, all right? So like if you get an LDL particle count that is, I don't know, let's say a 1,000, don't forget it's being reported in nanomoles per liter. Nanomoles uh, is 6 times 10 to the 23rd power. So imagine you take a 10, multiply it by 10, 23 times, then multiply that by 6, that's how many, and then the 1200, you know, multiply it by the 1200, that's how many particles of LDL you have in your blood sample that they took. This is in the quadrillions. okay? I don't even think there's a number we can use. It is not trillions. It is quadribillion jillion uh, numbers of LDL uh, particles, same thing with HDL particles. Same thing with whatever else. So when we use the word LDLP, we are referring to LDL particles. When we refer to LDLC, we are referring to the cholesterol that is inside of the lipoproteins in, you know, milligrams per deciliter um, in a blood sample. Right. So that's the nomenclature that we use, and you got to be very clear on that when you're talking so that we know what you're talking about. If somebody says, well, my LDL was 1,200. So if that was an LDL cholesterol, that is like astronomically high. I don't even know that I've ever heard of such a number. So you would assume they mean LDL particles, right? Now, there is one other thing that we could measure called an APOB, apolipoprotein B. You can measure an apolipoprotein B concentration in milligrams per deciliter, which measures, because every LDL particle has one ApoB structural protein or structural proto, uh, peptide on it. If we measure that, we get an approximation of how many LDL particles you have. Somebody who has an ApoB of 50 is has way less LDL particles than somebody who has an ApoB of 150, right? Right. Um, 150 is incredibly high. 50 is pretty low. So you get an idea of what we mean. When you measure APOB, you're kind of using that as a proxy for LDL particles um, because each LDL particle has one APOB, and that's kind of what we're measuring when we measure APOB. So hopefully that helps. Um, the first one of the first chapters in my book, my new cholesterol book is about this exact topic. Like we have to be using the same words. If we're not using the same nomenclature or the same syntax or the same vocabulary, we can't have this conversation because you might be talking in particles. I might be talking in concentrations or cholesterols. You might be talking in nanomoles. I might be talking in milligrams per deciliter. Concentrations, mass, you know, versus mass versus whatever, It's very confusing, and it makes a huge difference, so we have to make sure that we're all on the same page. I highly recommend that you get my cholesterol book coming out soon. Um, It's going to be about 400 pages, super colorful, lots of amazing graphics. I think you guys are going to absolutely love it. Go to drallo.net slash cholesterol to sign up to be the first to know when it's going to be available, plus you'll get the bonus materials, the bonus chapters, the guides, the picture book, you know, all that really, really cool stuff and some stuff that no one else will have access to. Um, So go to drhalo.net slash cholesterol. If you go to any of my socials, including this podcast, and you click on the links underneath it or at the top of my um, profile, one of the first links is, you know, sign up to get to know when my cholesterol book is coming out. So I hope this helps. Um, Definitely, it's important to know the correct nomenclature so that we're all on the same page. Um, Grab my cholesterol book, scroll down real quick, leave me some five stars and I love you all and I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.